your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Thank you for joining us here on Nerds from the Crypt, the podcast where we review your favorite and sometimes not so favorite horror movies. Today we are releasing an episode that was actually recorded in December of 2020, but due to a family emergency right after we recorded this, it was never released. I hope you all enjoy this episode. We had so much fun talking about these movies with our guests. And uh, just a quick reminder, we are part of the Spoilerverse Network. You can keep up with us by following us over at Spoilerverse.com or head over to NerdsFTC.com and let us know what you think of the podcast as well as communicate with us if you want to recommend a movie or know of an indie creator who would love to come on the show. In today's episode, we are joined by Chris Jerome and Patrick Biermeyer. They were originally discussing their Discordia Kickstarter project that has already funded by this point. But they are currently running their latest campaign for Discordia issue number two. Um, I'll leave a, a link in the description of this episode. And with that, we'll go ahead and start today's episode. Well, actually, you know what? Before we do that, I wanted to uh, say, say some congratulations to one of my buddies here on the podcast. My buddy from high school actually just wrapped up his first feature length film. Hell yeah! Um, he he nice. um, was picked wow. to to helm the new Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Oh, and, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So David Garcia, um, last time I talked to him, we did a karaoke together um, back <laughs> home. That was a couple of years ago. So um, hopefully, I can get um, can get him on the show one of these days. That's pro- he's probably going to be a little bit harder to get on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he actually he was actually part of the. Um, what is the name of that that movie? Bloodfest, I think. Oh was, yeah, Bloodfest. Uh, oh, sure, director yeah. of uh, cinematography, I think it was was on that nice. one. Nice. So um, yeah, he, he's he's uh, he's doing some some uh, good work there. He's and, a dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I actually went to school with him since very uh, since we were in elementary, and um, hopefully I can get him on the on the show one of these days. Uh, I probably have to go through I think it's legendary uh, to request the interview, but. Hopefully, I can get him on here. We can talk. Uh, probably not about the movie itself because it's uh, still in the process. But maybe we can get him on here and talk about something else. But damn! Congratulations, and we'll, I can't wait to see that. That Definitely yeah, that's awesome. Exciting. Hey, yeah. if you need someone to hang on a meat hook, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own hook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah. Today we're going to be talking about Rare Exports: A Christmas Tale. Uh, this is a Finnish uh, fantasy film. Uh, well, I gotta say fantasy horror, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's actually based on a short from 2003 called Rare Exports Inc. Uh, that's where the original story came from. I I wish I knew that beforehand because I would have uh, tried to look for it. And I don't know if it's available on YouTube or not. Before we even talk about the this uh, movie, uh, I guess first impressions. Uh, okay, so I thought it was going to be a lot scarier than it was. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, when we, when we get into the movie, I'll have my overall thoughts. But the first impressions were good. Like, I mean, I thought it looked like it was going to be uh, interesting. And um, <laughs> I think Amazon or wherever has it listed as a comedy. And and so that, that kind of set up a different expectation for me as well. <laughs> um, I I kind of went through a roller coaster for this movie. I thought um, my initial impressions were that it was going to be goofy like really really cheesy especially because you guys were talking about it in the chat i was like oh i don't what what am i getting myself into with this because like the first scene 
like is this very classic like oh we're well, i don't know how much you want to go into the um <laughs> into the actual plot of it but like the first scene is a very classic like where they're excavating the site and it's like construction workers and there's like this like, no swearing and cursing on the on site. And I was like, what is what is happening? But then it gets like really <laughs> dark and um and pretty like pretty intense. And so I, 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 it was good. I, I liked it. I overall am a, am a fan. I'm here to stand for this movie. <laughs> um, so we watched the uh, the uh, trailer for it, and I wanted to see if my wife wanted to watch it with me. And as soon as he started talking in a in Finnish, she was like, "No, nah, I'm out," because she was like, <laughs> "I don't do I don't subtitles." Yeah, so I was like, all right, cool. Um, I'll watch it myself. And uh, uh, it was definitely one of those things where I had, um, it had that feel of, uh, um, I'm trying to think, Uh, you know, you got kids kids doing stuff, a little bit of Goonies feel, a little bit of, um, uh, what was that one with uh, the kid that played Elliot and uh, set in Australia where he's like fighting the, the monster in the water. I, I can't remember the name of the movie. It, it sounds it good. Excuse me, right now. It, it's yeah. <laughs> it, it's it, it's one of those weird weird movies, but it had that feel of it to me, and I was like, oh okay, I can I can I can vibe with this. It's good. It's good. So, um, yeah, I was I was pretty excited to watch it. Cool. Yeah, um, I definitely I had seen it, but it was it like I said, like uh, Chris and and uh, Patrick said, it the, it really left you thinking it was going to be something different. So I was like, I wasn't sure if I should bring it up. Like, should we should we really talk about this one or not? Especially if it was in Finnish. I'm like, I don't know if um, if people are gonna want to watch this if, if if it's in Finnish. But you know, when Greg said it, like, hey, there's rare exports. Like, yeah, I actually saw that one. I actually was interested in that one. So was, since Greg's brought it up, let's go ahead and, and do it. Well, I I liked it actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting too, right? Because it it is mostly in Finnish, so it's subtitled. But then there's a lot of dialogue in English as well with different characters. So it yeah, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's not like the whole thing is is subbed or dubbed, which I find really immersive. Actually, when that happens, like when different languages are actually spoken in a movie as the languages, and then it goes back and forth, as opposed to being like either in a, a language that's foreign to me and then all subbed or, or mm-hmm. dubbed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually I, I really like that. Yeah, yeah, I thought that part was good. I um, I didn't mind the subtitles at all. It was. That part was fine. <laughs> it makes your brain have to work. Yeah. yeah. And what does it mean? You have to pay attention. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. no, I didn't do that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we uh, start out the film. Um, like like you all said, uh, we uh, see this. Um, do we ever get this guy's name? Uh, mm, looking for no. ancient burial ground. Probably the most ancient burial uh, ground in, in the world. It's twenty four days to Christmas. Now we we do get our introduction to our to one of our uh, main characters, um, Piatri. Piatri. Pi- 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 I don't know how to say yeah. his name. Yeah, I think it's Pi- Pi- pretty close. I'll call him Pete. Something like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll, call, yeah. I'll call him Pete. <laughs> um, somehow, somehow, hearing what they're talking about, and this is might just might be the way it uh, translated. I did not hear anywhere where they said they're looking for Santa Claus. <laughs> um, but somehow this this kid knew that's what they were looking for. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a kid. He knows. He knows things. <laughs> and he jumps right into the, uh, the like, knowledge montage where he's flipping through the, the ancient Santa Claus books because he just knows. <laughs> so... So that's one of the things, uh, I guess, that, that kind of throws me off is 
what what happened that caused them to go into this little little thing? It's it, if either something happened off camera, mm. or maybe it's part of the it's part of the short film. Maybe something did happen in the short film that we don't that we're not aware of. It got oh. cut in the in the in the in the, um, in the feature film. I don't know. Oh. Somehow he he's already on to the he's on track to to figure out what the heck is going on with camera with with Santa. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this the movie uh, at the end, I don't I don't know if it said in the beginning, but this movie said a rare a rare exports a Christmas tale from the land. What is it? How to say it? from the land or from the yeah from the land of the original Santa or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, and I did look that look that up real quickly uh, on well on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, the wikis. So it's it's supposed to be Finland is supposed to be the home of Julu Puki, Julu Puki, something like that. Um, which in um, literally means Christmas goat or Yule goat. Mm. So I'm I'm just making my <laughs> I'm just making a theory here. Okay. I'm I'm thinking this is where they kind of split Krampus and um, and Santa from. Ah, okay. Because I throughout this whole film, this is what I felt like. I felt like they're actually unearthing Krampus, but they're calling them Santa. But they also have kind of elements of both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Santa. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so. Um, <laughs> uh, what would y'all think of the of the acting in this movie? I, I thought it was good. I thought yeah. it was really good. Yeah, especially the yeah, like the, the, the child the actors. Yeah, yeah. The kids were the kids were actually top notch. So it took it so very serious. I, I I didn't expect it to be to be uh, to take itself so serious. Like uh, Patrick said, I thought it was gonna be a little bit more campy. Yeah, because of the because of I got kind of got the premise of the movie. I thought it was gonna be more like that. The trailer does kind of lead you in a uh, or kind of tricks you into thinking that what they show you is is Santa. Right. I thought the, the the acting was fine. I, I think the the little kid that, that actually played uh, Petrie or or like I said or Piatri or Petrie, I can't say his name. I think he he did a very good job. Some parts, and it's not his fault. This is more, I guess, the writing uh, towards the end of the movie where um, I don't know, like everyone just take takes him seriously. Like all of a sudden, like he's eighteen years old or something. Like they they just <laughs> yeah. everyone just starts paying attention to him. Yeah, um, he's ri- he's right though. Well, he's right. Yeah. He's <laughs> right. But, but, I, but I think yeah. they get to see him be right a couple of times, and that like inspires they just listen confidence. To him. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely has like a "I'm the captain now" moment, and uh, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're all just like, "You're right." <laughs> uh, he, you. he goes from that whiny like Jesu, Jesu, like yeah. crying for his dad, like for for twenty minutes of the movie, every every like couple minutes to like boom, yeah, like you said, "I'm the captain now." <laughs> Yeah. I don't. Well, not only that, he he pulls the. I don't. And this is. I don't know why this is the movie that came into my mind. But the whole uh, Armageddon thing, um, where yeah. Bruce Willis decides <laughs> to sacrifice himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know why that movie, like the one that came into my mind. Devoured by elves or whatever. He's like, it's fine. I'm going for it. I, I, it's very unclear what exactly that that herd of nude. Uh, Santa's gonna do, but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's let's break down what it what, what what's actually going on. So, uh, the uh, the movies, like we said, we started with them digging, looking for this uh, burial ground, right? Which we find out is the ancient burial ground of the original Santa, mm-hmm. but he's not the Santa uh, that you and I grew up with. 
Uh, they even they even call it out of the movie because it's uh, that Coca Cola Santa is full of uh, I think he said full of shit or something like that or it's just it's 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 wrong. The original Santa comes from the uh, what do they call him the Shami or something like that. The Sami uh, people uh, trapped them in the mountain, put them in put them in ice, used sawdust to to conserve the ice, and then built the mountain around them. Which you know, even like, why would they do that to Santa? Well, Santa was uh, kidnapping kids and eating them, apparently. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> Snacks, man. He was spanking them for sure. <laughs> yeah, right. We definitely saw some imagery of that. Yeah, yeah that's pretty heavily implied. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how you tenderize meat. You're right because he, he was in the woodcuts, he is like spanking them and then in the like flip the page and he's eating them right out of the pots. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're probably. I, on did, point I enjoyed the, the artwork um, oh, that, totally. they, that they did for these books, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, um, and then they show him drawing, drawing Santa too. That's how Santa yeah. got so big. Yeah, yeah. he got those kids. <laughs> well, yeah, he ate a lot from, of kids. From like a horror perspective, I am a sucker for like flipping through the old book and they have like old woodcuts or medieval style artwork of, you know, mm-hmm. the, the demon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or like uh, the, la- the first time I came on the show um, when we were watching Fallen and like he finds like the creepy paintings of the demon Ooh. and stuff. I-, I love when you find like old artwork of the monster. Yeah. I-, I don't know. That- that's like one of my hot buttons for horror. So that part was really cool. Yeah, yeah, I I really enjoy when they actually take the time to not only make a book, but where we are actually able to see it and we can actually make it look um, mythical or like yeah, authentic yeah. to to like the medieval times. Because sometimes you'll see these things and and it does not look authentic. It looks like they just drew it together and put it together. And and uh, yeah, this one they they took the time I think and they really. I think they they took their they took pride in what they were doing, especially how they ended the film and said the, the original land or the originals, um, yeah, the original land of, of, of Santa, um, meaning that they you know they 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 feel that this whole Santa stuff that we that we all got used to started in their land, you know, started with their yeah. their their traditions. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I enjoyed the movie. I really enjoyed the movie. There's a couple things uh, towards the end uh, we'll talk about a bit, but we learned that. Uh, Santa has elves that are apparently eating reindeer. <laughs> yeah, they um, should get hungry. Yes. Well, they've been trapped for I don't know how many years, thousands of years, right? Yeah. So yeah, you know, they yeah, gotta yeah. eat those reindeer. So these guys, these people, t- literally uh, trap the reindeer in the pen and then they sell them for meat, right? That's what that's what yeah. the implication is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tasty. <laughs> these kids, because they were been they've been. Um, I guess sneaking into this site where they're digging for for uh, for Santa, they they believe that they they're at fault that wolves, Russian wolves, came in through the gate and uh, ate all the reindeer. Now they're gonna go bankrupt because they have nothing to sustain their family with uh, throughout the winter, especially because I guess that's their main that's that's their main export is reindeer meat <laughs> in this, yeah, this movie. Meat. Seems yeah. like it. Yeah. Let's talk about the family of Petrie and his dad. Oh, I mean, I ha- yeah, I, ha- I hesitate to say. I was going to say good, but that's not quite right. But it's it's uh, depicted really well, right? It's not a great relationship, but I, I mean, I guess we were talking about the um, the child actors being good, but the honestly, all the main like the main three dudes, the the, the various dads in the village, are, I think were were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it kind of goes back to what you're saying too about how it just takes itself seriously. Like the whole movie really has a 
like there's some love in it, even though it's good. Like there are there are parts that are really goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it takes itself seriously and just buys in and like fully embraces the parts that are goofy, but it doesn't like. I don't know. It doesn't go come overboard. off as being cheap at all. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't go overboard. And the, and the thing is, we've talked about in the past, Greg and I, like when we talked about Halloween, how comedy and and horror can really go together really well. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, uh, you, when you have too much horror, too much uh, of that realistic or quote unquote realism in the movie, you it kind of like throws you off, right? Um, you kind of have need some some comedy in there to kind of light, lighten the the tone. But if you get too much, you get put too much into it. It really goes the opposite way, and it really destroys the movie. Well, and this you get, one, you, you get scary movie, right? Instead of uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween, that's always my yeah, spectrum it, for for movies. <laughs> yeah, you go one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you have to find that medium um, where the the new Halloween, the the, the twenty eighteen version, um, right? That's the year it came out, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, you know where where you had some for some some characters that were comedic, but most of the movie took itself serious uh, for mm-hmm. the most part, and so you you get that that good medium. But then you have this movie, who, as far as we know, I don't know, maybe if we were um, actually spoke Finnish, maybe we we um, there was some jokes in there that we just didn't pick up, um, especially when we're reading them in English. Maybe we it doesn't come as it doesn't come out as as uh, great as we were thinking. So it doesn't think uh, it doesn't come out as a as a joke. It comes out as just dialogue. Um, but at, at, at the end of the day, I don't think it needed any uh, any additional comedy from it because, like you said, it, it took itself real seriously. So at the end of the day, I, I didn't mind that it was that it did take itself seriously. It wasn't too serious. It wasn't too too jokey. Yeah, I mean, favorite line: "We are men. Let's do business." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. But uh, yeah, the relationship with between uh, the main characters the the son and the dad um it it definitely had good emotional weight behind it like mom is past i'm assuming i think that's the mm-hmm. implication and i i kind of get the feeling that like dad is struggling to be a single parent and mm-hmm. kind of has that you know it's kind of tropey classes but the classic like somewhat resentment for the child because it reminds him of the mom was kind of the feeling that i got because Christmas is obviously really hard for the dad because mm-hmm. his wife is dead. So he's an asshole on Christmas because he's not happy. And I actually think that that came over in a subtle enough way that they never had to come out and say like, you know, I hate Christmas because my wife's dead or I hate you because you remind me of your yeah. mom. But like, yeah, yeah. it did come across in the acting enough mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, I, I see what you're going for. And and I think that that was well done. Well, and he's a he's a struggling reindeer butcher too. Like and he, he burns the ham or whatever he's supposed to be making. He's having. Oh yeah, he's, yeah. he's trying his best. You know, I feel like that's again just to like the the movie took itself seriously. There's some real like emotion and like desperation in that. Like all those like the first three quarters of the movie or whatever. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're clearly very poor, and then there's this whole. Like they lose like a year's income or whatever because of the like they don't they aren't able to harvest these reindeer. They uh they he burns the the ham and then they have uh, gingerbread cookies for for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. sounds delicious. Yeah, oh, those, God. Although, they didn't look that good to me. They're like the crispy kind. I'm more of a chewy gingerbread. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Person, but. You see, over uh, <laughs> here uh, in Texas, or actually in the Mexican American um, culture, we don't have gingerbread men; we have gingerbread pigs. Oh, so, oh, uh, yeah, that's that's cool. 
that that led to one of the like subtle good little jokes in the movie though when uh there's something that has fallen into the wolf trap that the dad set and then oh um, yeah pete wants to run out and look at it and after breakfast and his dad's like no you have to eat all your food so he eats the gingerbread cookies and he's like okay i'm done can i go look at you know, the body that's out there. And he just drops a whole bunch more on his plate. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope, eat you cookies. gotta eat, eat more cookies. Yeah. And that part actually, that, that part got me. Cause as a, as a dad with a little kid, that was, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, <laughs> shut up and eat your cookies. <laughs> eat them. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm done. No, you're not. <laughs> There's always more. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, when they, when they kind of show the, the body that fell into this, into this pit here, I'm like, wait, did they capture Santa already? Did he kill him already? What the heck? Oh my uh, gosh! Because because they look like I look like Santa in there. Yeah. Um, and then and then when they of course they drag him out when the when the neighbor that plays Santa for for this kid uh, come <laughs> comes by, he's like, I'm ready for my gig. Um, and he's like, No, no, I need you to help me pull this body out here. And they're oh, just dragging man. him across the snow, and, and they open it up, and of course. Petrie, because he doesn't pay attention, goes and takes a look at them as he uncover a uh, Santa-looking man, naked yeah. man. Santa um, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, get, get uncovered that uh, your dad just killed Santa. Oh, my <laughs> God. At least that's what it looks like. And um, they go and on the so hardcore. Table. <laughs> yeah, they go yeah. so hardcore, so fast, like, well, we're going to have to just cut him up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like, normal people don't immediately jump to just, like, dismembering somebody that accidentally died on your property, but I, I don't know. Yeah, they're like, exactly I mean, that. They would traps have a, are illegal. They're like, well, yeah. we got to dispose of well, the Well, maybe. Now. I don't know, yeah. And well, you have a and, kid, you know, right. so you don't want anything bad to happen to him. And there's like a geopolitical thing going on because they think that he's American because the the people at the dig site are speaking English, but I believe that the dig site's on the other side of the Russian border. So Mm -hmm, there's like this multiple layers of international incident. If they, you know, find out that they accidentally murdered the American from Russia. (laughs) (laughs) A friend, a real friend at Christmas time will help you disappear a body is what I got. Yeah. Yeah, That's the gift. While in a Santa suit. Yeah. That's how you get the Santa gig is you have to dismember a a Russian body. So we find out that, we Very find out real. that this this Santa guy <laughs> is actually an elf. Um, a cool twist, I guess. Uh, cool in question mark. Question yeah, mark? <laughs> I mean that was uh, definitely like an unexpected twist for me because I was thinking the same thing. Like, how did they catch Santa already? Where the hell is the plot of this movie going to go? Yeah, and yeah. Then it's like, oh, it's not Santa. So <laughs> he's an elf. Uh, we elf. never actually see Santa in this, uh, but we see some big ass horns. Sticking oh, out of ice, so this is this is what I'm saying. This is this is uh, like where they got Krampus and and Santa, and they just kind of broke them up. Like Santa. Krampus is actually the leader, and Santa is the uh, is the elf. Uh, Santa's Santa is actually Krampus's uh, minion, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they're kind of, they're kind of in, right, right, and they're kind of implying too that that that's because all of the elves look like Santas. And then, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, I guess not to spoil it, spoil the ending, but um, they're sort of implying there that that's where we, like, that's the the uh, the offshoot of their folklore that mm-hmm. that we're using as like our mainstream, like Santa, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mythos ter- terminology or aesthetic <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, that's basically what happens every and it, pretty much everything we celebrate, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's uh, some some um, 
all the like pagan religion that all of a sudden we're now using it for ourselves uh, because you know for whatever reason that's what made it over right take the little good piece of it that we like that's acceptable (laughs) well here's a nice looking man who looks nice (laughs) and we'll dress him up and put him in a little suit or whatever and you know he's a good guy not the scary (laughs) thing wants to eat your child and then of course they 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 mix it in with uh, an actual person that uh, that um, you know that would deliver presents and they kind of just mix it all together. Yeah, instead of delivering a straw baby to your house, putting it in your bed. <laughs> so, yeah, the straw baby bit was that was pretty out of left field. Yeah. So that's kind of like leaving uh, the changeling, right? Except that this this changeling doesn't that's- is not alive. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, um, it was that was a creepy moment that I feel like they didn't linger on as much as I thought they would. They kind of um, just saw it. and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If this movie was structured to be more like traditional, like scary horror, then I think that that um, that would have been a bigger focal point because it definitely was a moment of like, oh shit, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. yeah, I found well, this in his bed. And, and <laughs> we never we never see any of the other kids too. Although it's like in the end they find them and the the elves have taken all of the kids, but we only ever see that his friend is missing. And even then, mm-hmm. the parents don't believe it. They're like, oh, he's just out chasing girls. It's like, well, first of all, the kid looks like he's like 11. And <laughs> we haven't been introduced to any other, like... Actually, there are, are there no female characters in the entire I, movie? I didn't see any. No, I think I there aren't. No, I don't. I think you're yeah. right. Yeah, it, maybe background extras at the, like, reindeer roundup, but... <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe. But it's like they didn't set that up at all, and the parents are just like, "Oh no, it's fine." He's just, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Which when when I saw that the the elves, I guess, leave the little changeling straw baby. Um, the name, the original name, Julie Julie Pookie. That's the the actual, I guess, the the Finnish name Santa. of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I I kind of thought that Pookie Pook that last part of here Pookie kind of sounds like Puka, which is mm-hmm. one of those um, creatures that other other lands use as for like trolls and gnomes and stuff like that. Oh, and, and that's okay. what yeah that, that's what people um, that's what they do they take they leave changelings some, uh, in some in some um, what's it called cultures i guess yeah uh, because that's very like uh like celtic um mm-hmm. uh thought like fa- the fairy folklore is all um is very much revolves around that so i guess i mean there's not a lot more to talk about other than the ending right they finally figure yeah. out that peachy is is correct and everything he's saying this little kid that keep calling him a, uh, a baby gets captured by oh, all the kids i guess in the, in the village gets captured by the the santa elves and um, they find him right away that this kid that's been calling him a baby the whole movie and he's crying like a baby. <laughs> uh, he's like freaking out. Um, and the kid's kind of just like, you know, hey, you know, I'm not. I, wait, first of all, this kid arms up and stays in his armor um, for pretty much the whole movie. Um, but he's ready to fight Santa from the very beginning. He's got his shotgun. He's got. Um, and you know what? No one pays attention to him until he actually shoots that, fu- that shotgun. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Um, I, it's, the, it's, it's a literal Chekhov's gun. He's carrying his gun yeah, around yeah. the entire time. And I, I sort of thought, was that maybe is this a BB gun or something? And then, no. Yeah. And actually, that's the moment when they start taking him seriously, too. That's where he becomes the, 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 the Finnish reindeer hunting man. 
Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, how did he come up? It doesn't look, I mean, maybe he's just a genius because all of a sudden he, like, has these plans. It's either me or or Santa, and I'd rather be Santa or something like that. I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of in the Goonie, like, Goonies tradition, though, right? It's like he's been on the beam the whole time. And yeah. it's like you, oh. it's some, for some reason, it has to be a kid to come up with with a plan like that. But if you're dealing yeah. with something that like mythology and and magic and and whatever, then that's like that's what kids think about. And so it, it kind of makes sense that it would be a kid who could figure it out. Yeah. So I their mean, plan is to, <laughs> yeah, their plan is to airlift all these kids um, in a big big old uh, cargo net. Uh, but never mind that they're not going to take them out. They're going to leave them their sacks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and lure the Santa elves away from Big Santa, or whatever whatever he he actually is, and um, they actually change um, I guess lure them into the ranger pit that they were gonna originally use to try to keep them in there because they can smell the kids. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was set well. Up well I mean, they they prepare them. <laughs> yeah, they prepare them for for Santa, right? That's what they're doing. They're preparing for when he wakes up. They're defrosting them and beating uh, and eating and letting them eat. <laughs> Um, while this is all happening, the dad and and the and the kids, uh, the neighbor kids' father, are over here um, blowing up Santa, which leaves the elves not knowing what to do. <laughs> yeah, they're confused. <laughs> but we do get to see this action action moment where the Petrie kind of like sacrifices himself and drops off, drops from the the helicopter, and says, "I'm not coming back." <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting for like doves to fly up as he was like falling from the helicopter. <laughs> oh, and I was like, oh. yes, <laughs> that's what that that's the part that like I said that the uh, like all of a sudden he's like thirty years old, uh, Bruce Willis, um, right. <laughs> coming in for the rescue. Although considering how dark some of the rest of the movie was, if he had just gotten eaten by the horde of of nude Santa elves or whatever, they were. <laughs> I, like I would have bought like in the moment I was like, Oh, I think maybe he's just, he's just toast. Like because yeah. of the way the movie, like um, the entire, entire movie was, I actually was able to suspend disbelief that that might actually happen. Or it wasn't <laughs> like some other movie where, you know, like the kid's going to be fine. Like I definitely mm-hmm, thought mm-hmm. he might've just been toast there. Oh yeah. Maybe I'm a sucker, but I actually thought he was, a- I kind of called that he was going to sacrifice himself, but I didn't call that it that they were just gonna stand around them now. Once Santa's actually dead, they don't know what to do anymore because yeah. now they're out of a job. What did they even say that right? He, they're out of a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, so this is really where where my 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 problem is, and this is probably actually where the um what's it called the the short film really does is the end of the movie. I think the end of the movie is just a short film. Okay, um, the, because it's like oh, the movie's over. Hey, how much do, can we get for each of these Santas? Like eighty six thousand dollars per Santa. And I'm like, wait, are they going to eat Santa? What are they going? What are they doing? Yeah, I know. And where did that number come from? Yeah, exactly. they were so serious about plus twenty two percent for the VAT tax. It's like, what? yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. Uh, get those tax uh, monies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, that definitely threw me for a loop. I mean, that's where the Rare Exports title comes from because they make exactly, their company yeah. of like shipping live Santas to other countries, and I don't 
understand like you just sign up and like yeah ship me a santa slave like i, I <laughs> yeah. want to know what the other side of that transaction looks like right it's very unclear how that that shakes out or what they even do like because like, well, well they train them for them. a whole year yeah yeah right. but they're training them and they're just like awkwardly petting the kids i don't know <laughs> yeah it's like exactly they're, they're the... like trained to be like a really creepy mall santa like, <laughs> yeah i'm not exactly sure how profitable oh, that would be maybe that's the connection to next week's movie we're gonna talk about we'll, this, we'll get there oh, maybe yeah, yeah yeah well that's where it gets like this is the darkest part of the whole movie i think like i mean like you said they turn into a santa slaver outfit and they're like just yeah. selling off santas to the highest bidder it's whoo this is the darkest. I, I, I do, <laughs> yeah, I that's, do think that's true. At the at the time when I watched it, I thought that part was just ridiculous. I was like, "What is happening?" And it kind of ruined it for me. But as we've been talking about it, and I thought thought about it a little more, I actually feel like that does like kind of put like the bow on the whole on the whole movie because we're talking about <laughs> like, oh, so this is the original like mythology and folklore behind like this Christmas spirit, but then you know, these people who are the, like the creators of this myth are living in like abject desperation, like out in the wilderness. And then Mm. what they end up doing, but then, you know, like Christmas, there's, you know, there's a lot of consumerism tied in with that. And then in the end, they like save themselves by like packaging, literally packaging and commodifying like their, like their mythology. That's a, that's a good twist on it. Yeah, at least they're they're making a profit off of everybody taking their their culture. Yeah, they're, they're getting yeah, paid. Yeah. They're taking Santa back. <laughs> they turned into Santa's on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's still a little like it's a little um it's a little clumsy maybe, but it <laughs> That's what I'm I saying. Know. I think I think there. this is actually what the the short film was. And they're like, well, we need to tie it into the short film. So, um this is where, you know, this this is what happened in the in that world before the short film came out. To lead to the short film, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I have to take a look at the short film. Yeah, yeah I have to look for it and make sure, and I, I'll see if my if my theory is correct because the name of the film, like I said, it's called Rare Exports Inc. So at that point, they're already they're already selling these Santas <laughs> in the short film. So right, they've incorporated. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no I think radio we, games. <laughs> no, <laughs> we uh. <laughs> Just because this just like popped into my head, we skipped over like the one jump scare in the movie, which was the uh, when the uh, yeah the bear trap in the fireplace that actually got <laughs> oh. me for a minute. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I thought the dad was dead. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, wow, that I mean he could have got horrifically maimed, and <laughs> that was a so, yeah. it was actually pretty funny. So. Real quick, we're talking about the, the the short film. There's actually a sequel to the short film. What called called Rare Exports: The Official Safety Instructions. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, all right. I gotta watch these. Now. <laughs> don't don't feed your Santa after midnight. Is that the first yeah. rule? <laughs> right. Don't leave your Santa <laughs> around kids. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, unattended. Yeah. Let's um, sack them. Both. It says right here. Both of which involve. A company that traps wild Santa Clauses and trains and exports them to locations around the world. <laughs> wild Santa Claus. What in the hell? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, I, I got to go take a look at that uh, later <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, overall, I, th- I still like the movie. Um, I feel like a lot of people do do feel that the ending really is the most important part, and yet in in a in a way it is, but it's more of the journey there, and I feel like the journey mm-hmm. was worth it uh, to get to the point where we where we got to. And like I said, it really had to work off the the short film it was based off of. 
And I feel that really, um, I don't know. I I don't know how I would feel if it was a different ending. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think after talking about it, my, I've warmed to the movie a little bit more. Um, I never thought it was bad. Like even when I finished watching it, but I, I like Mm -hmm. when my wife came down from like doing some homework and I was just like, I don't know what the hell I just watched. (laughs) (laughs) So like, that was like my honest reaction. I was like, I, I, I don't know what this movie was, but I, I wasn't, I was never bored with it when I was watching it. Like I was invested the whole time. I just mm-hmm. didn't know how to feel at the end. And after talking through it, I, I feel like I would give it another go. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think the other thing that worth, worth noting is that the cinematography and the, um, I don't know if it's not, I want to say set dressing, but that's not quite right. But like the, the makeup even is mm-hmm. really good. Like this, all the scenes where they first captured the, like one of Santa's little helpers. Um, it's, it's like really, really good. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, how, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm struggling to find better descriptors, but like that Santa's all dirty and his like feet are like frostbitten because they walk around yeah. barefoot. It's, right. it's yeah, just good. Cool like I, I would like to see um, more from this, um, the same crew. Like I almost feel like as much as the, the short story is the, like the inspiration, like I, like if they weren't shackled to that, like having to tie it up and and relate back to the to the short story, I wonder. I'd like to see what they what they would have done. I, mean, I wonder if they've done other stuff. Yeah, I'll have to take a look into that. Yeah, I bet they'd probably have done some other good stuff because you're right. I mean, like that whole even when they're doing the Santa cleaning thing and they're they're scrubbing these these dirty Santas <laughs> down and stuff, yeah. it's like whoa, <laughs> these they had to dirty these dudes up. To get yeah. them to that point, and you know, I mean, that's like real dirt and everything. Yeah. That that's yeah, I, that's effort. I guess maybe that's what I appreciated about it is I feel like there was a lot of like love and attention to detail put into it, whereas mm-hmm. it can't have had that high of a budget, right? And a lot of other movies with higher budgets, even I don't think would you'd see them put nearly as much attention to detail into stuff like literally muddying your Santas. Yeah. I don't know. I appreciate that so, kind of thing. Get this up. Uh, this movie has an 89% uh, approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, See, I'm standing yeah. it. Rare experts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Roger Ebert awarded the film three and a half out of four stars. Dang. Oh. And All he right. said, it's there a rather go. brilliant lump of coal of your, for your stockings. <laughs> and considered it an R-rated Santa Claus origin story crossed with the theme. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, I can see that. You know, oh, I do. So, yeah, because uh, they're because they're speaking Finnish. It's very much like the thing remake where they're. Uh, it's like the uh, or not remake, but the prequel where they're at the uh, the Swedish facility. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I okay. definitely was having like a flashback to that. Oh, yeah. when they when they show up and that that one dude's like the the one dad. He's he's in there. He's out there on the the snowmobile with the gun. He's got the the hat, <laughs> yeah. the parka, the sunglasses, the beard. I was like, oh yeah. I'm feeling the thing right there. Yeah. That didn't sound See, right, and, but you know what I mean. And, <laughs> and maybe because the film was so uh, serious throughout the ending, throughout yeah. the beginning, that the ending kind of kind of, kind of, of hits you like, what's going on? Maybe yeah. that's why I was, I was left like, I don't know what to, how to feel. But if, if you're looking at what they're saying, it goes that they consider it a parody. They can throw out the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess it works. It works. If, if, if you're considering it a parody from the very beginning and not that they're actually trying to take it seriously, mm. it, it, it works. 
Um, it's just that the tone is so different from the beginning to the end that it, it kind of leaves you kind of like, like you said, what the heck did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, maybe if it was a little bit more comedy in the beginning, and like I said, maybe there's a, a translation, uh, a loss in translation kind of thing. Maybe it was a little bit funnier in the original finish where yeah. it's super serious in English. Uh, maybe, maybe it works a little bit better because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you, if you if you guys are listening to this, I, I doubt you speak Finnish though. But if you guys speak Finnish, let us know. Yeah. Um, if there's something we're missing here. All right, we're, we're gonna go ahead and leave that one here. Any any last um, uh, thoughts about about rare exports? I don't know. Is this part of anybody's Christmas canon now? You guys gonna add this to your December watch list every year? Well, I'm gonna go ahead and look up more into this uh, the origin now. But heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I liked it a lot, but I don't know if it'll. I don't know if it's like a, an annual watching for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I can. Too, I can definitely see myself um, recommending it, though. Um, oh, for sure. Someone yeah. who wants yeah. to wants to see wants a out of out of left park kind of um, <laughs> uh, horror movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I I would recommend it for sure. Yeah. Yes. Maybe watching it more than once or twice, maybe not, but maybe maybe one more time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely worth worth sitting and actually watching too. Like I feel like if I'd turned it on on a whim without having watched it for the for the show, I might not have liked it as much because I might not have paid as much attention. But if you're willing to like sit through and actually watch it and think about it a little bit, appreciate like all the little details, it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Um... I think we're all in agreement as far as um, giving it a, a thumbs up, and we would uh, let us know what you guys think if you guys have seen this one, or if you guys see it afterwards, and let us know what you guys think of the movie. Uh, do you agree with this, or do you guys think we're we're high or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it can be either or. I don't know, uh, or it both. Can be both. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know, that might be an interesting in, viewing experience. <laughs> I was telling Patrick and Chris that uh, I was looking for this film and I couldn't find it for some reason, and I'm like, oh, that's. Because I searched the wrong thing, I put erotic sports instead of you know, <laughs> sports. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Well, that's a different search well, altogether, my friend. Yeah, oh yeah, a different clear, search, but maybe your, not the wrong your thing. Search history, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's on a list now. <laughs> hey, I don't know. You could have a Santa fetish. Who knows? I'm gonna get a, <laughs> no shaming, no yeah, shame yeah. here. I'm gonna get a knock on my door. It's gonna be this, this like Russian lady. <laughs> Oops. You like Mrs. Claus? But yeah, well, like I said, guys, let us know what you guys think of this one. Um, um, Do it. And we'll, we'll, we'll see yes. you guys next week here when we're going to be talking about a Christmas horror story. Oh, yes. William Shatner is in this one and um, <laughs> a crazy couple, a couple of crazy stories in, in that in that movie. Crazy. But we'll see you guys next week. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt Podcast.